Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Jared Dubin does a really good job covering the NFL for CBS, uh, cbssports.com. You can follow him on Twitter at jadubin5. He joins us right now, courtesy of our BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books. That would be beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit betql.com. So, Jared, before we get to the combine and what you're hearing with respect to, you know, players that will be drafted, we're a week and a half away from free agency beginning. Uh, we heard Ryan Poles yesterday talk about, you know, the Justin Fields, they want to get to a decision sooner rather than later. Your guess on what that decision is and how it concludes. Um, I guess it would be that they end up trading him. Um, you know, they're, it makes sense for them to sort of restart the, the rookie quarterback contract 
clock with where they are in their sort of de development cycle and, w and where they are in the league hierarchy and things like that. And, you know, if you still have questions about whether or not the quarterback on your team is like the no doubt franchise quarterback after three years, then you probably do actually have that answer. It's very right. rare for someone to become that guy, you know, in season four and beyond. It's obviously possible, but, you know, the, the way the, the finances work, it just makes much more sense for them to be able to, to restart that clock, get a quarterback who's going to be cheaper over these next few years so they can build up the roster around him. It just makes more sense for them to, uh, to, to trade him. So where does he get dealt? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good question. Um, you know, obviously there are plenty of teams that would make sense because they have, you know, an opening, a quarterback. Um, I, I could see something like the Steelers with Arthur Smith there, given the way they run their offense. You know, there were comments, uh, I don't remember if it was yesterday or the day before, from uh, Falcons coach Raheem Morris that made it seem like they were pretty interested in fields or a player like fields. I think that could make some sense too. I think a lot of it's going to have depend on what happens this week at the combine where teams sort of get a feel for where other quarterbacks might be going or what teams are thinking about in the draft. Like is Kirk cousins going to stay in Minnesota? Is he going to go somewhere else? Are the Patriots going to pick a quarterback at number three, or are they going to, you know, try to trade down or pick a receiver or something along those lines? I think, what information these teams get over these next few days or so will play a pretty significant role in uh, in who ends up being the, the suitors for him. You know, I was looking at this last night, and I, I think it's somewhat typical, um, but it didn't seem this typical last offseason. I think a third, almost a third of the league basically has a question mark about their opening day starter in 2024. That's That's a lot of teams, don't you think, at this point? in the off season or is it, or is it typical? No, I think that that seems pretty high. Um, you know, some of those I would imagine, like, you know, right now Chicago and Washington are probably on that list. Right. But they're going to take quarterbacks one and two almost certainly, you know, so that that's, it's less of a question I think than it appears right now, just because we're not at the point in the calendar where it becomes clear, you know, obviously there are still other teams like, you know, most people expect, you know, Baker Mayfield to resign with Tampa. And I, it's, it does seem sort of like the consensus is emerging that Kirk Cousins will resign in Minnesota. That doesn't necessarily mean it's definitely going to happen, but, you know, you, you knock those four teams off the list and all of a sudden it's closer to, you know, a quarter of the league rather than a third of the league. Yeah, true, true. I, I, I was including those teams, but you still have Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Vegas, Denver, Tennessee, um, I included Tampa, but let's just say Baker goes back to Tampa. There are two interesting teams for me, and I'm curious as to what your thoughts are. The Giants and the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, I think the Dolphins, it seems at least somewhat clear. Like, we don't know yet if, if Tua Tagovailoa is going to get, you know, a big extension. But, I mean, it, I think it would be pretty surprising if he wasn't at least the starter coming in to next season. Obviously, we've seen – you know, other coaches from the, you know, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay tree move on from quarterbacks that are good, but maybe not necessarily great or good enough to lift the offense on their own. But I think those teams also had more of an opportunity to land that type of player than the Dolphins do right now. So, you know, there's no Matthew Stafford out there for 
the Dolphins to get. And there's no, like, they're not in position to trade up all the way into the top two or three like the 49ers were when they went and tried to solve their quarterback issue with Trey Lance. So for me, the the Dolphins seems a little bit more clear-cut. The Giants, man, I mean, I I wouldn't want to go into next season with Daniel Jones as the starter. Um, You know, he's basically had one not disastrous season in the NFL, and even that season I think got way overhyped last year based on he basically just – it was a floor season and not a ceiling season. He didn't really show that he could carry the the offense and and lift the players around him. It was more just he didn't self-destruct. Um, you know, and that obviously now he's coming off the injury too. They're in position maybe to try to trade up, but, you know, if you get up to three, you might be getting the third choice out of those quarterbacks. Is that really what you want to do? It's it, it, It's tough to say with them. Yeah, they're really interesting considering, you know, one year later after – your description of the season would be a little bit different than mine than the one he had, um, but still, to your point, uh, everything just seemed to fall into place. Bottom line, though, is there's nothing that he had around him. They were ravaged along the offensive line, no receivers. It was Saquon Barkley, and that was essentially it. I'd like to see Jones with some weapons if I were a Giant fan, but uh, you know how they deal with it will be interesting. The other one too is just, and I don't think there's an answer here other than you've you know you've already you've invested too much and you're way too much on the hook to do anything about Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, right? Yeah, I mean that, that contract is fully guaranteed. You know, there, there's no getting out of it. Like I, I really don't know <laughs> what what they can do other than hope that he turns things around. You know, obviously they could try to, you know, get themselves a, a younger, cheaper quarterback in there as well, but you're still committed to all that money for Watson over these next few years. I don't think it's really feasible to cut ties until after, like, the 2025 season, and that's if they don't touch the contract in the next two years to get themselves, you know, in position to actually field the rest of the team. It's, it's a big issue. We are talking to Jared Dubin. Uh, He covers the NFL for CBS Sports. Sticking with just free agency here for a moment, where does Saquon Barkley end up next year? Uh, It's really hard to say what's going to happen with these running backs. Like, our team's going to actually want to pay them. You know, last offseason, the running back market, you know, there were the, the three running backs that got franchise tagged, Saquon, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard, and they wound up getting paid like so much more than the rest of the running backs that were on the market. Like I think if teams knew that like the highest paid running back other than those guys, which was Miles Sanders, was going to get like six million dollars a year, I don't know if those three teams would have franchise tagged those guys. And now you're coming off, you know, at least ten million dollars each for last year for the three of them. Like I don't know that any of them is getting anywhere near that range in terms of, you know, their average annual salary, you know, maybe they get, you know, a a two-year deal or something like that, $8 million a year, something along those lines. But who really wants to invest $8 million a year in running backs in, you know, their late 20s? That's just not something that teams really want to do at this point. So, you know, it's it's really hard to say where they're going to end up. Like, I think I would look at the teams with the most cap space just because they seem like the most likely to be able to fit that kind of salary on their books and teams that, you know, have a little bit less money, it's just not really feasible to meet the asking price that these guys are going to want. 
Yeah, and and there there are a bunch of them, right? I mean, Jacobs, Eckler, uh, Derrick Henry. Um, I'm probably forgetting somebody uh, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would throw Tony Pollard in that mix too. Obviously, he didn't have right. his best season last year, but you know, neither did Jacobs, neither did Eckler, neither did Henry, you know, neither did Barkley. None of these guys are coming off of their best season. Like, and these are guys that have been, you know, among the better running backs in the league over the last few years. And Henry in particular, like he's going to be 30 years old. He's 240, 50 something pounds. Like he hasn't hit the league average in yards per carry since 2020. That's, you know, four full seasons ago at this point, like Saquon obviously has the injury issues. Jacobs in basically four of his five seasons has been a below average running back Pollard in the one season that he's been a workhorse, you know, was coming off of the brutal, you know, broken leg that he suffered and his efficiency was way down last year it's just it, it's hard to see you know the major market for these guys Eckler too you know he's really small he's on the older side you know I could see some team wanting him to be like the passing down you know complement of their their tandem but I don't know that anybody's going to pay him to be you know their their number one guy for you know 250 300 touches or anything like that your top 25 free agent list from the day before yesterday had Cousins as the number one free agent. You just suggested you think, and I, I, I agree with this, I think he'll end up re-signing in Minnesota um, and staying there. Uh, other than players re-signing with their own team, what will be the biggest headline in free agency with a player signing elsewhere? That's a good question. I think that there are a bunch of edge rushers that could get pretty big money. We put out our top. Uh, edge rushers in free agency list. I think it went up this morning or, or last night. I can't remember which this one. Morning. And, you know, there's there's a, a trio of guys at the top of that market in Brian Burns, Josh Allen, and Daniil Hunter. And I don't know if any or all of them are going to wind up staying with the team that they're on. You know, I think Allen is probably the most likely to stay with his current team. I could see him getting a pretty big extension. But, you know, are the Vikings really going to pay Daniil Hunter, you know, 20-plus million dollars a year going into – his thirties with the way their team is situated right now, you know, are the Panthers going to be able to to bring Brian Burns back? Is it going to be a franchise tag kind of situation? Like I, I could see Daniel Hunter being the guy that, that changes teams. What about one more on offense on, on free agency? And this is offensively Washington has holes to fill everywhere. The O-line <laughs> is a big spot. Can they do damage in free agency along the offensive line? Yeah. I mean, they have, you know, a ton, an absolute ton of money to spend in free agency. If they really want to go and splash the pot and get, you know, the top available free agents, on, you know, whether it's on the interior or a tackle, like they have the financial wherewithal to do it. And, you know, they, they do need to spend a bunch of money just to reach the salary cap floor, you know, and with likely bringing in, um, you know, a, a quarterback with the number two overall pick, one of their top priorities should make sure should be, to make sure that that guy is as well protected as possible because he's not going to succeed. Otherwise we've seen too many quarterbacks placed behind, you know, porous offensive lines and how it can hamper their development. Like for me, that's the thing I would be targeting above everything else. I know they hired a defensive coach, but the the most important thing for them is going to be squaring away how to make sure that their quarterback is successful. And to me, that's got to start with them solidifying the offensive line. You know, they do have some weapons, already in, in Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel and Jahan Dotson, Logan Thomas. Like It's not a great crew, but the offensive line is much worse. They need to figure that spot out. Uh, 
Do you have somebody specific? Like, you know, I was looking at the list the other day, and I just pulled up your list. You know, Jonah Williams was more of a right tackle in Cincinnati. I don't know if they let him go, but uh, Washington needs help, and both tackle spots are probably areas that they'll look. Names. Yeah, I mean, Jonah Williams was, uh, you know, on the left side of the line until last year. You know, they brought in – uh, Orlando Brown, and he moved over to the right, and I don't think he played nearly as well on the right side as he did on the left. I think, you know, maybe they could look at someone like, um, you know, I'm, look- I'm looking at my list now, like Trent Brown is still out there. Granted, he hasn't really played well outside of New England in his career, but maybe they can figure something out to get him to play well there. You know, Mekhi Becton is still available. I think he could take sort of a flyer on him if the Jets don't end up bringing him back. He finally played this year for the first time in a while. He didn't play, I think, as well as he did earlier in his career, but obviously with the injury issues, that's something that, you know, maybe they can figure out. And I think there are a lot of good, you know, interior offensive linemen that are out there. Like, if, if they can get, you know, uh, a veteran center, like, you know, Connor Williams is available, Andre James, Aaron Brewer, like all, all three of those guys I think would make a good degree of sense for them. And, you know, there, there's guards available too. Like, there's a bunch of good starting level guards available. Like, if it were me, I would go after the interior lineman there, and maybe they can get a tackle, you know, with their second round pick or something like that. Because uh, I, I don't think the tackle crop generally is as good as the interior offensive linemen that are available in free agency. You know, Tyron Smith is probably the best overall offensive lineman that's a free agent, but I, I can't see him going there. Like to me, it's, right. he's going back to Dallas almost definitely and, and, old, like, and older whereas the interior the, the the guards and centers that are out there are entering their prime pretty much off of their yeah, first year exactly. deal off their yeah. first contract and, and beyond the top few tackles like it's it's sort of swing tackle types that are available yep. in free agency the the interior linemen there's many there's just more starter quality types available all right we're talking to Jared Dubin from CBS Sports Indy Combine this weekend so uh, the the most I guess we're going to start hearing perhaps how some of these quarterbacks specifically in markets like ours how they handled their 15 minutes of meet and greets uh, which started you know yesterday continue today etc. Who's going to perform well in that 15 minute setting among the quarterbacks? <laughs> I can't say that I know enough about those guys you know personality wise. I tend to do most of my draft work in, you know, this time between the end of the season and the draft. And I sort of rely on the guys that we have at CBS to cover the draft for, for that kind of thing. Like I'll ask them and be like, what what are these guys about? And things like that. So I can't say with any degree of confidence, who's going to do the best in that setting. I'm really excited to to see them throw and to see them work out and to figure those things out, you know, the guys that are scouting them all season just have way more information in terms of, you know, their personality and how they're perform in interviews. Yeah. And, uh, we're, we're, I think the teams really start to learn here, um, this week as well. Do you have a preference after Caleb Williams, uh, Jaden Daniels or Drake made a Washington at two? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know that I necessarily have a preference. I think they both obviously have different kinds of strengths. Daniels, the playmaking that he has outside of structure obviously is unbelievable, but it's not like May doesn't have that. You know, he, he ran plenty and he created outside of structure plenty throughout his career. I think it's a question of whether you want that to be like the best skill that your quarterback has or like the ancillary skill 
that he has and how much you value those two different things and the difference between those things. I think Daniels throws really well down the field is, is something that's exciting. And, you know, the, the, the offense, you need to be able to stretch the field vertically to be able to do the type of things that you want to do in the NFL these days. And that's a, a big, you know, feather in his cap as well. So this is my, sort of my way of talking around. I don't necessarily have a preference and it's a matter of, you know, what you're looking for within the structure of your offense. One last one. You may not have an answer to this, but I, I read recently that the NFL is going to explore the kickoff rule again and that there is some momentum for the XFL rule where they kick off from the 35, the other 35, with the other team lined up at the 30 and nobody can move until the ball's actually touched. Are you hearing anything about them doing something with the kickoff? Yeah, I mean, I've basically heard what is out there and, you know, things that are being considered. Um, I don't, I didn't even know what the actual XFL rule was. I didn't until it either. came out. Like, yeah. they're considering the XFL rule. I still don't really understand necessarily how it works, but they're obviously going to look into it. It's something that they've been looking into pretty much every offseason, ways to figure out both how to have more kickoffs and how to make them safer. And I think if there's a way that they can do it, then they'll do it, but it's also really tough because it's naturally the most dangerous play in the league just based on the structure of the way it works. It's hard to have more kickoffs and reduce the number of injuries on them. Like, the way to reduce the number of injuries on kickoffs is to have fewer returns. So it's sort of opposing goals. Yeah, I I don't know if there's a big clamoring from fans on this. I, I I don't, and and I think the change on the extra point, you know, which is now what ten, twelve years ago, I don't know that there was a clamoring for them to move the extra point back. It's become more exciting. There are more misses than before, um, but I don't know. Uh, we'll see. It, it certainly seems like something the competition committee wants to figure out an answer to. Jared, thanks. Really appreciate the time. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. Yep, Jared Dubin uh, at jadubin5 on Twitter on X. Uh, all right, we'll talk uh, some commanders quarterback, uh, including Dan Quinn said yesterday. Uh, if you didn't hear what he said this morning on the Junkies, we'll play that again for you. Um, but we'll get into some of what's going on out in Indy right now. Kevin Sheehan showed the Team 980 and the Team980.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.